Welcome to Crossing the Line, a podcast brought to you by Eagle Center for Leadership's Dr. Larry Little. In this episode, we're hearing more from Larry as we learn some of the most effective ways to cross the line. Remember, crossing the line is that moment when a leader goes from leading with their head to leading with their heart, and from leading with their heart to leading with their head. If you're new, we invite you to subscribe and get notifications when new episodes are dropped. You can find Crossing the Line on iTunes, Spotify, or on our website in the show notes. You can also watch this episode and other Crossing the Line episodes on YouTube by searching for the channel Eagle Center for Leadership. Now, let's join Larry as he discusses EQ versus IQ. So let me ask you a question. What is more important, IQ or EQ? which is emotional intelligence. In a relationship, think about your personal relationship. Is is having the head knowledge more important or EQ, that emotional intelligence, more important? What about in your business world? Uh, what's more important, having that head knowledge, the, that smarts, if you will, or EQ, that emotional intelligence? What do you think? It's really interesting that for years, the science of EQ was really not talked about or really given much validation, especially in the business world. Uh, and uh, it, it really is amazing to me uh, how through the years in some companies that really still hasn't changed. Uh, they really base their uh, who they are based on IQ and and they don't really uh, pay a lot of attention to that EQ, which is why you would find most of those companies really struggling in today's world. Because the truth is, in today's world, uh, an organization, uh, a team, a relationship uh, just can't be successful without understanding and implementing strong EQ. In fact, um, several years ago, a study was done, I believe it was around 2015, in in the Harvard School of Development by Professor uh, Laura Wilcox. And Laura says that 90% of an employee's ability to climb the corporate ladder, 90% of that upward mobility is related to EQ instead of IQ. Isn't that important? 90% uh, of, of the ability to climb the corporate ladder is EQ. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's so important. And as I have talked to, to leaders uh, across the world, and I've, I've asked them, what is your, what is your greatest challenge? Executives, what what is your greatest challenge in your in your organization? Uh, uh, mid-level leaders, as you lead teams, supervisors. Um, as I have talked, interestingly, to people in relationships and personal relationships, what is your what is your biggest struggle? I get the same answer. Overwhelmingly, the number one answer is communication. We struggle to communicate, and isn't that true? Don't we all struggle to communicate? We struggle to communicate with people who are different than us. We struggle in our relationships. We struggle with with uh, our teams professionally to communicate well. We struggle to send the, the right messaging in our organizations internally and externally. Communication is a is a big deal. Well, communication is all about emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is all about the ability to give and receive effective communication uh, to ourselves and and to others. It's interesting we're we're finding uh, that companies are realizing this 
And in today's world, they are recruiting more and more. Now, you know, we understand that there has to be some competencies, but they're going beyond the competency requirement, the, the IQ requirement. And they're, they're uh, recruiting people who have high EQ because they know those people can lead them in today's world, in today's business environment. Uh, in fact, I talked with a business executive. He leads, uh, at the time I was talking with him, he, he was the president of this company that had phenomenal growth. I mean, off the chart growth. And I asked him, I said, you know, as you lead this company, and it's, it was a, an aerospace engineering company, so it's full of engineers. And I said, what is, what is more important, IQ or EQ? He goes, Larry, we, you know, we can find uh, people with IQ. We know where to get them now in the global world. You know, we can, we can recruit people uh, literally across the world that has IQ. He said, what we really want to look for, what we, what we need to be looking for, are people who have the ability to understand EQ and to grow in their EQ. Even if they don't have it initially, as we recruit these young workers into our team, if they have the ability, the capacity to grow their EQ, he said, that's what we've got to have. He said, we've got to have people who can navigate relationships, who can navigate customers, who can navigate internally teams. It is so important. I think so many times in our personal lives, in our personal relationships, we drop that whole EQ thing. And EQ is about what is that other person thinking in terms of who they are and, and being connected with that, understanding what I'm thinking, that self-awareness, and then managing myself. It's about then understanding who they are and managing that relationship, getting to where they are instead of asking them to speak my language emotionally. I need to be speaking their language. I encourage you to do some work around that. If you're not familiar with EQ, um, it, it, there, there's just a plethora of, of information about it. Uh, become a student of EQ. It's, it's, critically, uh, it's critically important. It is true that EQ you know, is, is above the line. I mean, it's about understanding people. But don't, don't mistake that above the line for, for not being important to the success bottom line of a business because it's incredibly important. In fact, a Business Journal article was written several years ago uh, around, and they interviewed like 10,000 people. And they said, what the article was entitled, What Followers Want from Leaders. And they said, think about the most influential leaders in your life and what, what was it about them that caused them to be that, that positive influence in your life? What, what characteristics? And here's what they said. None of them said IQ. None of them said, well, she was just really intelligent and she worked really hard, or he, he knew how to get things done. He was a driver. None, none of them said that. What they said was this. They said trust, compassion, stability, and hope. Now, I want you to think about that for just a minute. I want you to think about trust, compassion, stability, and hope, because if you're a below-the-line leader, right now you're thinking, wow, you know, no, no. Uh, leaders that get things done that's who that's who are influencers leaders that that can you know that can drive execution leaders that are really really intelligent but but wait a minute if you're a leader and you want to get things done you have to have a team around you you have to build trust they have to trust that you're going to care for them, that you're going to have the ability to help them to get the things done there has to be that mutual trust before you can move the ball at all 
If they don't think that you have compassion for who they are personally, they're going to be less likely to produce for you professionally. If they don't think that there's a human component to who you are, then all, if they think, well, all you see me as is a widget, um, they're going to be much less effective and they're going to work much less hard for you. If they don't know who they're going to come in and work for, and I mean that from an emotional standpoint, there's not stability in how you lead. They don't know who, which person they're going to get, Jekyll or Hyde, Jekyll or Hyde. They work in an environment of chaos, that environment of insecurity, that environment of toxicity. Certainly the bottom line is going to be affected because they're not going to be able to do what you need them to do. And if they don't feel like there's hope in terms of accomplishing what you want them to do, in terms of even upward progression for them, if they don't have that hope that says we can do what what we are expected to do, not only that, we can advance and learn and grow, if they don't have that, then they're going to become apathetic and your productivity is going to, is going to decrease. Good news is if you happen to be, you know, if you're above-the-line leader right now, you're going, yes, I get it. That's right. I'm, I'm sure you do. But if you're a below-the-line leader, you might be going, it just seems hard. Let me tell you about a below-the-line leader. He, uh, he was an incredible leader, led thousands of people, but he was squarely below the line. He loved execution. He, he loved to get things done. In my personality vernacular that we talked about earlier, he was a lion camel. So he, he just lived below the line. And we started walking together, and I watched him. It was incredible because while he was below the line, he had the ability to create loyalty around him and trust around him. I, I've literally I watched this this professional uh, have tears in his eyes for his team for his for his workers. I watched him be the same person day after day. I watched him instill hope, and it was it was really strange for me because I'm like you're below the line leader. But he told me he said Larry, you know it it has to always be about people. And just because I'm more comfortable down here doesn't mean that I that I stay down here. So he chose with intentionality to lead above the line. So if you're below the line leader, if you're a you know thinking that boy, I'm not comfortable with this, good for you because leadership is not comfortable. Good for you because now you can get out of that comfort zone and realize what is going to influence and affect your legacy. Leading beyond just widgets is your ability to get above the line. And do we even need to talk about personal relationships here? I mean, if you don't have trust for one another and compassion, if you don't have that stability of, hey, I'm going to be here for you, I've got your back, I'm with you. If you don't have that hope together, together, the hope of the future, well, you don't have a relationship, really. It's certainly not a healthy relationship. So this EQ thing uh, above the line, it's really important I want you to spend some time thinking about um, um, that that EQ that EQ piece in your leadership, both personally and and professionally. You know, Maya Angelou said something like this one time. She said, "You know, people will forget what what you said." Um, she said, "People uh, will forget, um, you know, how you even acted, maybe." But she said, "People will never forget how you make them feel." She said, they'll never forget how you made them feel. Here's my question to you. How are you using EQ to connect? How are you making the people that you care about and that you influence feel? It's an incredibly important part of leadership. IQ versus EQ. Both are incredibly important 
but never underestimate EQ. This has been Crossing the Line with Dr. Larry Little. Thank you for joining us. To learn more about us or to contact the show, visit our website, eaglecenterforleadership.com. And to learn more about the concepts from this episode, you can find Dr. Larry Little's book, Crossing the Line, available to purchase on Amazon or by visiting the link in the show notes. Thank you for tuning in.